Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where you will receive practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. I'm your host, Lori King-Taylor. For more than 25 years, I've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join me each week for inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Lead Me On. I am so excited that you chose to join us today. And today we're going to have a conversation about inclusive minds, navigating DEI, and how emotional intelligence plays a role in that. So organizations are spending millions and millions of dollars right now on diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. But unfortunately, the research is showing us that most of these programs are falling flat. Now, companies have great ideas. They have really good intentions about the DEI programs that they're putting in. DEI is very important. Um, And for those of you who may not know what I mean by DEI, and I'm not quite sure there's anybody left out there in the world who doesn't, but DEI is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we all know how important that is to our lives, to our everyday lives, not just our corporate lives, but to our everyday lives. But today we're going to kind of talk about the company's initiative to putting DEI programs into place and and the fact that so many of them are falling flat. I've heard from so many individuals who attend DEI training and they always talk about, well, I'm going to check the box and ouch, you know, this isn't about going to check the box. But unfortunately, I think what's happening is, is as we're rolling these programs out, we don't have a good foundation, a good grounding on the DEI program that makes it something that individuals really see as making a fundamental difference. And I think that's where it really comes in to play. I don't think people are saying they don't want to attend DEI programs because they don't believe in the concept, I think that they too feel like it's a check the box and there's nothing really foundation grounding it. And that's not what this initiative is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about change. So let's talk a little bit about uh, what DEI is and what companies are trying to do. So that the DEI initiative or the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion initiative is really a pro-effort by companies to promote and cultivate a workplace culture that genuinely values and respects the diversity of all of its employees. Now, when done right, DEI training really can help organizations and companies increase their productivity, increase innovation, and employee satisfaction. It becomes a place where people want to work. They're excited to come to work every day. They put in their all because they're not distracted by other things that may be going on in the background. And so these initiatives really are designed to create an environment where individuals, no matter what their background, including their race, their ethnicity, their gender, their age, their sexual orientation, their disability, any other characteristics, 
are not only welcomed in the workplace, but also provided with equal opportunities for growth and advancement. And I believe that so many of these programs are failing, as I said earlier, because they really lack a foundation, um, a behavioral solution that positively impacts the daily experience by the employee, increasing that productivity, increasing creativity, authenticity, collaboration, not to mention DEI programs can enhance the organization's bottom line. And that's where emotional intelligence comes in. So today I want to talk about the significance of emotional intelligence in DEI training and how it can enhance that awareness, empathy, and really create the meaningful change that we are looking for. Now, a lot of our DEI training programs traditionally focus on policies, procedure, cultural awareness. Um, so incorporating emotional intelligence into the training can really be that transformational solution that we've all been looking for. We talked a lot about EQ on this podcast, and so we know it's really that ability to recognize and manage emotions in oneself and in others, allowing individuals to develop empathy, understanding diverse perspectives, and effectively navigating the challenges associated with DEI. So emotional intelligence is foundational. And seeing as EQ is really rooted in our thoughts and behaviors, it's no wonder why it plays such an important role in DEI training. Your emotional intelligence is composed of those four areas, the self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationship management. And it plays a vital role in DEI initiatives. So we know that self-awareness is a foundation of emotional intelligence. So self-awareness can also help us recognize our own biases and prejudices. Self-awareness involves looking inward and honestly assessing one's thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. And it really, it enables individuals to identify and acknowledge their biases even those that may be deeply ingrained. So self-awareness helps individuals recognize their stereotypes, their generalizations, things they may hold about people from different backgrounds that they don't even realize that are inside of them. They look at how people feel about race or gender or ethnicity. It also extends to recognizing one's emotional reactions when confronted with people or situations that challenge their existing biases. It allows individuals to understand why they might react in certain ways. And I think that's really critical because sometimes we say things or do things and we're not even sure where that came from or why we might hold the feelings that we do, and by allowing people to really dive in and become aware of who they are, aware of where biases and prejudice may be, but digging even deeper to understand where it came from can help us in beginning to address those. So self-awareness empowers us to question 
our own assumptions and our preconceived notions about other people. And those are just a few ways that self-awareness affects DEI uh, training and the DEI initiative in trying to make real change within an organization because we got to start with us. We've got to start within and understand where we're coming from and the beliefs that we hold and where those came from. Now, emotional intelligence can also help us improve our communication skills. It can help us improve our empathy and it can help us improve our understanding among diverse groups and communication, such a huge issue, empathy, such a huge issue when it comes to understanding people who are different than we are. And that to me is something to be celebrated. I think this would be a really boring world if we were all exactly alike. So let's start just a little bit with talking about empathy. We know that empathy is a rooted fundamental part of emotional intelligence. And empathy is also a big area for DEI. Empathy allows us to become really more attuned and compassionate to to the needs and the experiences of other people from diverse backgrounds. Empathy is really putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, which we don't do very often. And a lot of times we don't like to do. We come at things from our own perspective because that's what we understand. And when we can learn to empathize and learn to put ourselves into someone else's shoes, we begin to have an understanding of what they may be feeling or what they may be experiencing. And it kind of opens our minds up to what may be happening and around the organization, the things that don't affect us that we don't even notice or see that have a large impact on other groups of individuals. And and sometimes we come at that with like, why does that bother you? Why do you even care? And by empathizing with them and really trying to put ourselves into their shoes, we begin to see and begin to understand. I won't say we fully will. I think there's a lot more to it. And uh, as a part of empathy, we can ask questions. One of the questions that I encourage my leaders to ask on a regular basis is, help me understand. When you don't understand an emotion that somebody's feeling, when you don't understand where somebody's coming from, it's okay to say, I don't understand. But follow that up with help me understand, help me to see things from your perspective. Now, another area that emotional intelligence can help build a foundation for a DEI program is through teaching effective listening. So strengthening those active listening skills are vital for us to understand the perspectives and concerns of individuals from different backgrounds. We've talked about active listening on the podcast before, and we so often hear, but we don't listen. And there's a very big difference between the two. We can sit at our desk and hear somebody speaking to us, but really our minds are off wandering and going in different places, and we're not really trying to understand what they're saying. 
by listening, by active listening, we're really engaged in the conversation. We're asking questions. We're leaning in. We're truly listening and not allowing our minds to drift off and think about the project that we really need to be working on that we don't have time to right now because somebody's sitting in our office talking to us. Um, so really laying that foundation of active listening for individuals is going to be crucial in ensuring that a DEI program is um, is uh, adhered to or uh, is more effective in your workplace because we're teaching people how to, to sit and engage and really open up themselves to hearing what somebody is telling us. So managing emotions also helps us to prevent misunderstandings or to keep arguments from escalating when we're having disagreements with people within diverse groups. We all have triggers, and a lot of times we don't even know what those triggers are. But when we can identify what the triggers are and put a plan together to be able to manage our emotions when we are being triggered, to know what it is we're going to tell Amy when we feel our bodies being hijacked by our emotions, it's going to help us to de-escalate the large emotions that come with some of these more heated conversations. Now, and remember too, they're not all heated conversations. For some personalities, triggering means it causes them to pull back. They don't even have the conversation anymore. They've totally shut the other person off. So being able to manage your emotions, whether it's the outward expression of the argument or whether it's pulling back is crucial to be able to build relationships among those diverse groups. Now, emotional intelligence uh, really does enhance our communication and our collaboration skills, which are critical when working with people who are different than we are. DEI training that can really focus on emotional intelligence equips those participants with tools that will help them to better engage in difficult conversations, address sensitive topics, really build those meaningful relationships. So by improving our communication and our collaboration, organizations can really create an inclusive environment where diverse perspectives are valued and leveraged. So I hope just talking through that kind of opens your mind to why emotional intelligence really will help us build that foundation before we go in with our DEI programs. It really needs to be like one of the first things you do in a DEI initiative. So let's talk a little bit about what are some ways to incorporate emotional intelligence into DEI training programs. Um, first, begin by introducing those fundamental concepts of emotional intelligence, such as self-awareness self-regulation, empathy, social awareness, relationship management. These build that foundation of understanding the roles that emotions can play in DEI discussions. Use self-assessment tools to really help your people understand and identify their own emotional intelligence strengths 
and areas for improvement. We all have them. We all have areas that we're strong in, that we really do well. And then we all have those areas that that we need to address that really need improvement. And this self-reflection promotes that self-awareness, which is the core component of emotional intelligence. Now, as a leader, what are some things that you can do to bridge emotional intelligence in DEI within yourself? And the first is lead by example. You as a leader need to demonstrate high levels of emotional intelligence in your own behavior and your interactions, because this is going to set that positive example for your team and your organization to follow. I think this is some place, too, where our leaders uh, within organizations kind of fail in the DEI initiative because it's something that they put into place for their people. But we have to lead by example. We have to be willing to say, okay, I am also going to do this. I am going to to learn my emotional intelligence. I'm going to do an assessment for myself. I'm going to learn where my strengths are and I'm going to learn where I need to improve, where my challenges are when it comes to my emotional intelligence so that I am open and ready to receive what I'm learning through the DEI initiatives. The second would be to really prioritize your own self-awareness. Do you understand uh, what your biases are? Do you understand where your prejudices are? Do you understand where that came from? So doing a deep dive for yourself in understanding self-awareness and then cultivate self-awareness within your team by regularly reflecting and having your team members regularly reflect on their emotions, their biases, their reactions to situations. So when you can understand and prioritize your self-awareness, again, coming back to that lead by example, you're able to help your people and encourage your people to do the same thing. Now, the next thing you can do as a leader is really promote emotional intelligence training. If you've not had emotional intelligence training within your organization, stand up and say, this is something we need. If you've had it, but it's been a while since you've had it and you haven't seen um, the organization really truly adopt the principles of that, it's time to have it again. So as a leader, promote that within the organization, advocate for it, invest in EQ training for yourself, invest in it for your team. That's the cool thing about emotional intelligence is you have complete control over it. So emotional intelligence can be learned and developed through training and practice. You just need to know what to do. And when you put those things into play, you're going to find that you will increase your emotional intelligence. Stress the importance of cultural competence and sensitivity on your team. Recognize that cultural differences can impact emotional expression and reactions. So stress to your team that there is a correlation between the two. Encourage them to begin to identify where that correlation occurs for them. Encourage a culture of constructive feedback and self-reflection. 
for you and for your team. A lot of times when we think of constructive feedback, we think of the leader giving the constructive feedback to the team members, but it's just as crucial for the leader to be receptive and accepting of team members giving them constructive feedback as well. So help team members with uh, understanding their emotional reactions to feedback and help them to develop strategies for improvement. So this needs to be one of those, hey, if you see it, you need to call it out kind of initiatives and encourage them to do it for you. When you see this happening, when you see me doing something or saying something or my body language, call me out on it. And then together, let's develop some strategies for how we all can improve in those areas. Now, we also want to ensure diverse perspectives are included in our decision-making processes. Really leverage the strengths of a diverse team to handle the problem-solving and the decision quality within your organization. I mean, think about it. If we are using the same perspective, if we're only getting information from ourselves or people who look like us, we're missing out on a vast array of ideas that can come in. There's so many strengths that people bring and being of different cultures or different backgrounds um, and allowing people to bring that in and say, hey, because of my background, because of my culture, because of whatever that has made me the person I am, I have some new and interesting things that we can bring to the table. I also want you to make sure that you're holding regular check-ins with your team members to discuss their emotional well-being, to discuss their concerns and their challenges. This really demonstrates that you care about their emotional health. And I know there's a lot of research out there that says that mental health issues are really on a rise in our country right now. And I can see it. People that I work with, when I coach with executives and and leaders, there's a lot of not okay people out there right now. We are all experiencing so much. And we need to make sure that as leaders, our team members feel like they can come to us and talk with us, but we need to make a point to reach out to them as well. Whether, you know, it reminds me kind of a conversation I had just this morning. So I went to the chiropractor and the receptionist at the front desk, when I was checking out, she said, have a great day. And I said, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day as well and an even better weekend. And when I said that, I could read her body language that something wasn't sitting right. And instead of just walking away and going and leaving and heading on with my day, I looked at her and I said, wow, that didn't look good. And I said, are you not looking forward to your weekend? And she just kind of looked at me again. And I said, no, I really care. And she said, my husband died two weeks ago. So weekends aren't great for me right now. So that was a well-being checkup, an emotional well-being checkup is looking at people And noticing when things are different about them and being able to say, hey, what's going on? Yes, I really care. 
instead of just saying, oh, have a great weekend and not even paying attention to the body language and just walking out the door. So check in with your teammates. Are they okay? Watch them, watch their body language and make sure that you're, again, active listening when you have those conversations with them. So by actively incorporating emotional intelligence into your DEI efforts and modeling emotional intelligence behavior, you're going to, as a leader, create a more inclusive, a more empathetic workplace. You're going to foster a culture where your employees from diverse backgrounds feel valued and understood. And when you do this, when this happens, it really can lead to beautiful collaboration within the workplace. It can lead to innovation, and it's going to lead to the overall success of your organization. So what are my practical solutions for extraordinary leadership when it comes to DEI and emotional intelligence? The first is to realize that DEI programs are not complete without foundational training such as emotional intelligence. That needs to come first. Lay the groundwork before you start building on top. The second, prioritize self-awareness and empathy. And the third is, as a leader, you have to lead by example and show that you truly care. Well, thanks for joining me today. I look forward to next week. See you then. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, I would so appreciate a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about upcoming events or working with me personally to transform the way you lead, visit my website at trinityperformancesolutions.com. Until next week.